This is Pastor Troy. I hope you're doing well. We are wrapping up season two, but you know what that means? The best of season two. Here it comes. It's coming right at you in just a minute, but don't worry. We're in the studio. We're getting ready. We're getting things lined up, and very soon we'll be unveiling season three of On the Dock. In the meantime, you can go back, watch season one. Check it out. It is fantastic. It's not outdated. Go catch it. And now we're in season two, and get ready for this best of season two episode. with Pastor Troy on the doc.org. We're dropping podcasts every Tuesday and Thursday. Big graphic up. Go check them out. We're all about conversations to propel your faith out of the shallows and into the deep. We're available on these multi-platforms. Go to on the doc.org and you can see links to all these. I'll get you there. If you're not like me and you don't know how to download stuff, I'll even send you to the Android app to download it and all that. But go to YouTube, Spotify, and iTunes. We'd like to have you there and make sure you hit subscribe, like, notify, and get the little bell and it'll tell you when we're up. And then also Google Play. If you just hate Spotify, you can go to Google Play. Facebook, try, don't use Facebook unless you have to because Facebook doesn't like Christians right now. Roku, Rumble, Sermonette, we, we house our stuff on Sermonette. And we also got five social media sites so you can call and write things. Look, we don't mind you asking critical things, but we don't take any, we don't do nasty stuff. So we just drop you right off. This is all about building faith. So if you've got some great things you want to ask these guys some questions, we'll get it forwarded to them. We'll get the answers back. Facebook, uh, Instagram, Twitter, Telegram, Getter. Check us out on social media. And again, hit like, inst comments, the punch buttons, whatever you can do to get us spread out and then tell other people about it. Go to Patreon, be a partner of ours as well. We got four partnership levels, three sponsorship levels. Go to my Patreon and you can find out about that. If you can't get to my Patreon by downloading the app, you can go to our website and click over for the link. And that's all found at onthedoc.org or you can email us if you just can't do any of that. Email Donna at info at onthedoc.org. She's our executive producer. She will get answers and she... She'll never let you down. She's really good. I'm on in the studio. I've got Ben to my right. Ben, how you doing, brother? Hi. <laughs> We're in part two of this series. You're holding up good. Ben said he was up all night last night. Well. <laughs> Woken at 4 a.m. Mm -hmm. yeah, by the piercing sound of a recorder. <laughs> no, it's worse. Have you guys ever seen those like the the oh. YouTube videos where it's like the guy does intentionally terrible yes. covers? Yeah, it's like it. the Fox. <laughs> it was like that. It's like I wake up and I'm like, oh. Ben's got Ben's got two Ben's got two kids. Luca Luca's got a little bit of energy. He's wired just like me, a little bit, so just like me. And then he's got a beautiful daughter Zion. And then and, and they're, they're my favorite kids in the church right now. Honestly, um, my kids are my well, my kids aren't in the church, so no they're they're all the grew up. I grew up. Yeah, no, no, I like other kids, but your kids are my favorite. So I'm just gonna tell you that. And Luca's one of my very favorite. I mean, Luca kind of gives me a little bump up, you know, all the time. He's my personal bodyguard. He came in on a on a Wednesday night service while you were preaching. Yeah, 
and he just walks up to the stage and he's like, "No, not one time. This is about the fifth time." <laughs> yes. It's like they come in like my kids. He's, he's like, "Where's dad? Dad's in the back." And he starts to go around. I said, "No, don't go around. Go right through the platform with me." So he started to go around. I said, "No, no, come through here." You know, you know. So I'm teaching live online, and here's Luca going boom, 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 up the steps and out the back. You seen my dad? You seen my yeah. dad? Hey, just one second. Your dad's in the back. Just don't, you know, come through here, Luca. You know, how you doing, Pastor Joy? You know. They're Levite kids. You guys grew up as Levites, and and my kids grew up in the church. I don't want our kids. This is their home. Mm. This is the place of worship for them. And my 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 mom was horrified. My mom grew up Catholic. She came up here one time before she died. Lord bless her soul. And we were in one of our churches someplace, and and we came back after that. And she came back and says, "Your kids are running in the sanctuaries after church. After you know, they got their shoes off." And 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 Joshua, this was young days. Joshua's up pretending like he's serving communion. Oh yeah. And, and my mom's my Catholic mom was horrified that they were number one running in the church. Oh, they yeah. were on the altar and they were pretending to be clergy. And she's like, You need to do something about that. That's very serious. My mom's, you know, Catholic serious. I said, Mom, it's okay. They're Levitical kids. <laughs> you know, they're growing up. They grew they're grown up in the tabernacle. Yeah. This is their house. This is the house of God. Yeah. You know. So it's it's okay. So I love it when your kids come by. So they, they get to go. other kids, they I would lock too. them up and say, Stop it. Don't come up here. Yeah. You know. Or I call for security. Hit the phasers on stun. Get them. But no, not these two. And so so at four o'clock in the morning, the recorder starts playing. Oh yeah. Oh, I hear it loud and clear. Number one, you school teachers that send home a recorder, don't do it. No. Make them keep them at school because then they we have to listen to it. Okay, and it's piercing and it's devastating. So, uh, it okay. sounds like somebody's so, trying so, to play Pocahontas. Pocahontas, yeah, I know. Well, so you didn't get a lot of sleep, but but you can sleep during this episode because <laughs> our guests aren't scared to talk. They are good speakers, so we're good. Got Lucas in the studio. Lucas does not have a recorder, but he does have sound effects on the system. I don't know if he's anything that's... Yeah, thank you. Nice. Yeah, you have to get a recorder just so we can have that period. Lucas, so he has no microphone. He just has a camera. But he, And then Mother Beth somewhere getting us something. She's getting dinner for us for later, so praise God. Lord Mother Beth her. may come in and scream at me at any point in time. But, you know, Mother Beth, if she's screaming at me, I deserve it. <laughs> you know, it's a fact. We're here at the studio here on the doc.org, and we're ready for our part two. Part two in this series. This is a big, big series, but this is our On the Doc Super Season Two series. Super. Super. Yeah. Okay. Gotcha. You got that down. I got you. All right. We don't have to pay anybody for that. We just do that. Uh, and we're in part two of this. Um, we got Jared with us here. Jared Mitchell's from the Rhodes. And I updated graphics. Hey. The Rhodes Church in Carlinville, North City, and Mount Carmel, yes, Illinois sir. now. Yes, You're sir. fast. Pretty good. And he's the worst. He says he needs to update his picture. I, I do think you look a little older. A little more different. Just a little, a little bit. different hairstyle. You know, dad bod. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but, it but, but no, but yeah, I mean, I think it's a close up. It's yeah. good. It's good. It's good. Hillary's got, I mean, this is your wife That's here a with a brand you. new pick, right? That's there. a pick. Hey, I yeah. mean, how old is this picture? Uh, One week. A week, yeah. So you're sporting like 29 weeks here? No, Are you 29 weeks? I'm 28 weeks today. 28, so 28, 27. 27. Well, that's pretty good. You're yeah, doing well. Yeah. Our, our daughter-in-law's 30 right now. So she's trying to get to 36. She wants to have hers at 36. She's a thin little thing for our family. She's like a little rail. So yeah. she's praying to have it at 37. She's all wow. baby. Yeah, because she knows how big her husband, Josh, was a 12-pound baby. Ooh. Her brother, Lord his Jesus. brother was 11-pound oh, baby. Our, his sister was a 10-and-a-half-pound baby. So she's praying for the baby to come as soon as the, the lungs at 36, they say, are good to go. She's got, like, the Lord <laughs> Jesus. May he come at 37, hey. you know, yes. because, you know, Lord have no, he'll be a better tone. And I have to tell you, I saw the head on that baby in that 40 <laughs> ultrasound. It's round. Oh. 
It's a round one. <laughs> uh, it'll it'll turn into a cone on the way out. Yeah, yeah. Oh, but I, was the, of that. I hate to oh. tell you. Hey, God makes a way. I, I'm gonna tell you. There seems to be no way. Mother <laughs> Mother Best last three didn't come out that way. They had to go get them. They had to go get them. Head too big to get out. We grow big heads in the Benetton. Hey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a Mitchell fan. It's a, it's a, <laughs> yep. Unfortunately. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Praise God. You guys got a beautiful family. Your son's name again? Noah. 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 Yep, Noah. Yep. And, and, and did you get that from when you went to the, the, the Bible? Uh, Museum of the Bible. Museum of the Bible. Did you get that? From, that's no. the ark now that they've got. The ark now. Have you, have you been to yes, the ark? Yes, so we, ark we took yeah. Noah to You the took ark. him to the ark? We did, It yeah. was so... I so bet he cool. had a, I bet a good time. You guys, beautiful family here. Thank you guys, you. T- tell us again about the Roads Church where you're from. Just give us a little bit of overview again. Yeah, the Roads Church has uh, been in Norris City um, for um, about 30 years, and then we have recently expanded to the two new campuses. And um, so we're we're excited. Did you start those campuses from scratch, or did you go in and rewire a church that was there that was dead? They're started from scratch. Yeah, very good. There are churches now that are specialized in going in and. Like revitalizing. I just wanted to ask that question. So. Yeah. Yeah. So we're excited about the growth that's happening. And, you and know, the Carbon Mill is in its kind of launch to pre launch stage right now. Yes. So by the time people are hearing this, is probably up and going full, full bore. So, yes. So yes. Go, go to the roads.church and, and find out more about it. You've got live stream available at 8 30 and 10 30, different campuses. Tell us about um, the, the theme, the, the mission of the church. Yeah, our mission is to connect people with Jesus from all roads of life. So our main agenda is connecting people to Jesus, and from 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 there, it's it's going to change your life. So no matter where you come from, mm-hmm. come join us, and we'll introduce you to Jesus. And now, you're, you'll now never be in the, the last episode, I, I put the picture up of Chad and Don, your your lead pastors. I tried to get you to say something bad about them. You didn't do it. You just said nothing but good things. How can you I, say anything bad? About I know. Them? I mean, look at those teeth. <laughs> I'm going to get your wife. Tell me something bad about Dawn, because yeah, if I could teeth. get something bad out of you, then what I could do is I could kind of, I could maybe kind of like, uh, what's the word when you, when you, when you have information and you, when you blackmail, I blackmail, I could blackmail them into putting okay, me on staff because okay. I want to be a part of this church. It's this a great church. I, it looks great. It, it feels great. I yes. love what you're doing. And if I just knew something bad, then I would blackmail and say, you got to put me on staff or I'm going to tell everybody. <laughs> so give me one, give, give me what's something really unique about them. Give me something. The unique. worst thing about Dawn is that. She's an amazing speaker, and we only hear her like once a Okay, year. Chad, basically yeah. what they're saying is you need to sit down at <laughs> yeah. least one Sunday. Yes. At least one Sunday. Let the woman go. Turn her yes. loose. Yes. She's a powerhouse. So. And Don, yeah. listen, Don, Don, if you're not getting the time you want, Community Faith Church would invite you anytime you want. <laughs> oh, uh-uh. we, we will release you. We will release you. We will, we, we will call you the Kraken. Release the Kraken. Oh. And we'll bring you in from North City. I don't know. Can you call a woman a Kraken? I probably, my so wife's not in the room. I'm probably in trouble. We'll release you here and, and you can be used for the glory of God. Come on. That's yeah. incredible. Come that you, on. So she's, yeah, she's a good great. speaker too. I heard her speak on a couple of things I saw in there. So yeah, yeah. you just got good leadership. I mean, I hate it when you, you got too much good leadership. You guys are obviously great leaders. You got good leaders. You're developing campuses, so you have to reproduce leaders. Just a beautiful thing. So check out the Road Church. Get online. Check stuff out. They have live worship, and frankly, just get in your car and go. We're past COVID, so so go yes. go go, go yeah. to real worship. Connect with real people. Go do real stuff. Absolutely. All right, let's get into some questions. We're going a little deeper here. Okay, now 
let's talk about your work as lead pastors and as worship pastors in working with your lead pastor. When you're getting ready each week, this is more perfunctory. You're getting ready each week and we've got the, the next sermon series or the next sermon. We work in series typically here. We're doing the Psalms right now, volume two project. Mm -hmm. We did volume one last summer. We did seven Psalms over the summer. This year we're doing 10. So it's taking a little longer, but it's a bigger series. And we've literally got a they're doing a featured song to go with that psalm every week. Really Love cool. It. When Love we it. and so we've got a package going, and you know, I may say, "Hey, can you give me something that makes it sound like Psalm twenty four is important?" And he did. He he just nailed it this week. He had a couple songs. Mm -hmm. and he tagged stuff. What's your process look like at the roads to connect your 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 word teaching with your worship experience? Do you guys have a process? Um, I would say not not an official process i mean we're, we're very um, spirit-led church and so um we we do series um but oftentimes the lord will also place things on pastor's heart and he he just goes for it and just speaks what the lord is speaking to yeah. him and so that messed me up this week too i i planned to get <laughs> half of a sermon done and i ended up getting a third of it done because i i went a different direction Two weeks ago, we canceled everything and just did something different. Yeah. 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 Sometimes we'll 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 worship for the whole service if the Lord leads in that way, and so we love that our pastor has a heart of worship. So you know, and some you know, so we can't stand it. I uh, mean, I just, I mean, no, no. <laughs> it's our worship pastor. Right? Yeah, <laughs> I love worship. I love. It. But we, you know, we do series, and 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 mm. and when we do those series, you know that that gives the opportunity more for us to incorporate those songs right. that, that connect to the word. Um, but more so pastors more like he's really trusts us as leaders to, to really Does he tell you what's coming up. Does he say like, Hey, my series is going to be on, you know, Matthew six through eight, or does he give you any clue? He a little bit, but yeah. it's not too much in advance. Not too much in advance. We don't, we don't plan. I try to tell him ahead. about the series and I, I usually give them, my heart for the series and yeah. maybe maybe my core text for say it's gonna be a four-part series like the psalms was easy because i got these 10 psalms right. you know and i, I kind of said could we at least one of the songs connect with that psalm you yeah. know mm -hmm. and so we, we exchange well we, mostly we text each other and throw song, sometimes i'll throw a youtube song and say hey what about this song yeah. mm -hmm. but honestly we were we're more collaborative on this series than we would normally be yeah mm -hmm. for yeah. sure yeah but but we do talk about the series honestly normally i give them the series and i never even look back i just I go, wow, that's great. He did a great job with that. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we do a little bit. I, don't, I I know there's churches that completely build everything in conjunction. Right. Like everything, every right. bite's been planned. Right. We are nowhere near there. Yeah, We're probably yeah. closer to you guys. Yeah. And I and I would say that we've even I think when we first started, we probably were a little more planned out, but we've just we've just been in did a Did you do even of, half the songs you planned to Sunday? You you threw a bunch of a bunch of more stuff in there. <laughs> Uh, I didn't even see. I had a planning sheet and I'm like, what is I mean, this? We did them all. Did we do? All? You did a bunch of other. Yeah, stuff. We did a few additional. Yeah. Do you guys do that? Do you, yeah. Do you oh, do, yeah. do you work from a do you work from a book of stuff for your team, or do you have just enough flexibility, enough planning with your team that you can you can make some adjustments? Yeah, I mean, we definitely make the plan, and then we're just kind of always in the mindset of. Lord, if if you lead us in a different direction, we're gonna we're gonna hit the road. We somehow we're somehow our booth our, our booth catches up a lot of times. You can yes, see them right. back there going. I wonder Kyle's if we have that song. Yep. We have a couple of really good people, and yep. you can see when he switched gears because there's no lyrics for a few minutes or like a minute or so, and then all of a sudden, boom, there's lyrics. Yes. And I'm thinking because we're outside the bandwidth, or he's just bridging something, or mm -hmm. or he's just free worshiping. I mean, I yeah. mean spontaneous yeah. worship. So and we've got a lot of songs in our arsenal that it's like, hey, 
we're just going to enter into that one, and and our people know it. Kyle's quick. I mean, it, catch on. I mean, the, we seem to go into worthy of it all like almost every week. Yeah, basically. Because, <laughs> the, yeah. the problem with yeah. Ben is, and I don't know about you guys. You guys are writers too. Our problem with Ben is he actually writes his own stuff, so yeah. it could be something the Lord gave him that morning or that night, and yes. he just prophetically shares it. And I'll be honest with you, every time he does that, I go like. I know that song. What is that song? You know, mm. it's just like you can tell the Lord's in it because yes. it, my heart's like, yeah, it's cool. And then I found out he wrote it and I'm like, oh man, <laughs> I don't know that song. <laughs> right. But you know, it's like I know it because it's like the presence of God has brought that here for us. Yeah. And mm. it feels like you know it. You know what I mean? That's, that's so good. Because it's like a prophetic word coming and you, oh, you just, yeah. you know what? So, yeah. so that's what we get with him. We get, we get stuff I'm like, who wrote that song? And you go, I did, right. you know? I love this happened. Yeah. And do I you guys know, do a little bit of that? I was about to say, I don't know if your church, if the body is the same, but ours, I mean, we'll introduce a song, an original song and mm -hmm. it, or a spontaneous and they just catch on. I mean, they're singing yeah. it like they've yes, sang it for yes. 10 years. Engage, yeah. We so, got a lot of songs. I'm, yeah. I'm always really hesitant to do the songs that I wrote. I've like written for some reason. I've do them. I've done them like occasionally, but usually, um, usually I don't, I don't know. I, I, I get you, but it, yeah. it does <laughs> like, you. There are songs that happen in the moment. Yes, because oh, yeah. it just like flows that. out of your heart because yeah. that's that's coming from your heart. Absolutely. Yeah. You know, one one of my views on 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 worship as a pastor is that I feel like the church is all built wrong. I feel like when you come in, you come in, you see a stage, which feels like you're going to a concert in Nashville or you're going mm -hmm. to you know guest stage, and then your your worship team looks like performers, and your pastor looks like somebody's given given a lecture that you know you paid for or you or, or worship team a band that you bought a ticket for and then you go sit down maybe with your coffee and you sit down like you're fixing to get your concert and and you've got maybe you're ready to go you know i i, I and i and i oh i gotta give it a tithe or i gotta pay for my ticket so to speak so i'm ready for some production you know you know we built the church so it feels like those of us that are levitical priests levitical worshipers it feels more like we're concert givers or we're giving a service. And so the sanctuary feels like we're producing to an audience. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But in my understanding of worship as a pastor, there's a really only one person in the audience. And that's, that's the Lord. The Lord is there yes. and we are all there because he alone is worthy of our worship. Mm -hmm. we're, even though we got a worship team up here, we're not worshiping the people. I mean, gosh, I mean, the people certainly aren't worthy of that. You know, we're, yeah. we're, 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 I mean, we're all sinners saved by grace. Yeah. So uh, the sanctuary to me is built wrong. So a lot of people come in with understanding is I'm here to get my fix today. I'm here to get mm -hmm. my stuff, mm -hmm. you know, get my service. Mm -hmm. And I do think we kind of build people in that mindset by the way we design the sanctuary. So I have a philosophy personally that, that, you know, we're all about the worship of one person and that's God. How do you guys philosophically see your role of leading worship and, and, and what I love about Ben is Ben has just got this ability to get on the platform, whether he's got, whether we're by ourselves, we're doing COVID mm. or whether we've got 19 people in the room or we got a thousand people in the room, he just worships the Lord yep. and lets other people vicariously worship with him. <laughs> you know, hey, these yes. guys are the, they do that. I mean, even just in that pre-recording, it was like, Okay, God's here now. I prayer walk in the back usually while, while, while worship's going on, and I just can be lost in worship with him as, as we get before God, and it's great. How do you take on that philosophy? What's your philosophy of seeing the body and, and how that works together? To me, uh, leading by example is, is, you know, I mean, I think in the past I've become frustrated when 
when the the church isn't worshiping. So yeah, right, lift your hands, you know, trying to get people, get people, get people, and then why aren't you getting this? Right, Don't right, you know God's right. moving? Everybody, and, and I've realized yeah, right. when when we just because you're pouring your heart out. There yes. is a time there where you're pouring, whether yeah. you're preaching or whether right. you're singing, you're not getting. You're, what are you looking at on Google? What What are you reorganizing there? You, uh-huh. Don't you know God is here? He's the audience. Yes. You know, right? Yeah, you know what I'm the, saying? Uh, yes. yeah. And and the but the most important thing that we can do is set our eyes on Him first. Yeah. And when we set our eyes and our affection and our attention, our devotion upon Him, then people see that and we're leading them to I think, Him. I think the key there. I think Ben does as well. I, I and I believe that is if you'll just worship Him, people will be like. They're not. They're not performing to me. Right. Who, oh, I think right. you can right. help people mm-hmm. kind of come into the presence. Mm-hmm. And if they are just watching, well, you don't but, really but, notice. But but it's, I do think the church is built a little bit like clickbait. You know, on the internet. You know, you click this because it's interesting. I think right. people come in and it's built to kind of entertain them, and then you go, well, I'm not getting the feedback. And to to, to be up front and then to lose yourself in worship, it, it takes a decision that it's it's not about them. Right. It's a big decision mm-hmm. because naturally musicians are performers. Right. And pastors, as much as we, we want to serve the Lord, we still want to be liked. Right. Oh yeah. Yeah. You don't really want to, people to hate you. They, sometimes <laughs> they do. And, and, but you, you, you know, you, so you, but you gotta be careful that that's not what's driving the show and that's right. driving the worship event is and instead is your love of Christ. So you're really just letting people in on your own personal love affairs. Like it's like you're having a soap opera love relationship with God and people get to join you. It's yes. it's really kind of weird if it you is, think about it. it. Yeah. It's you, like you're really inviting people to join you in a very intimate moment. Yeah, like people and, yeah. and so when people just walk like it's like you're like having an intimate moment with the Lord. And so for people to just be there like watching rather than realizing, hey, we can actually like we're here to do to be vulnerable to be vulnerable and be vulnerable and engage with the holy spirit and and, and when you're when you look up vertically when you guys talked about your first one you you gave an incredible uh credo you said that worship is about the surrendering of the heart through prayer and and vertically engaged and and be vertically engaged in worship and and to do that would mean you would look up you would surrender your defense Mm -hmm. you you know and in doing so you know people come out well i didn't really like the song the kid played today you know (laughs) you know they don't understand what you played was what got put on your heart and 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 you and i both realize it may not be the message for them or it may not been the song for them but it was the song got put on your heart but it may have been for that one person or this person or somebody else and somebody goes well i didn't really get it today i had too many drums you know you know and 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 what they don't realize was they just attacked somebody in a vertical relationship and they and i think maybe they were looking for a song instead of looking for a person they came for the concert and they thought the ticket was for the show right and they didn't get it and so we have to call i think as worship leaders we have to to not get so lost in our moment that we lose because that's not leadership if right we're right. not truly leading them so but i, I love what zach niece uh, wrote a book called how to worship a king that we've been taking our team through and he talks about blessing the people and blessing the people uh is part of what what a worship leader is called to do but but his kind of definition of blessing the people is catalyzing them into their destiny as a worshiper and so calling them to look at jesus so it's 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 catalyzing their destiny as a worshiper, um, and I think that's really important as a piece. And he talks about the first thing we do is minister to God, 
And then we're carriers of the presence. So we're carrying the presence of God. We minister to him, and then we bless the people. So as long as we keep that first, ministering to him, and then we call people to, you know, I think about Paul, follow me as I follow Christ. But we have to make sure we're following Christ. And part of that is helping people to see, you know, we're going to do a new song today, and maybe this doesn't connect with everybody, but but we believe this is going to minister to somebody. And I always tell people, if you can't get it, look around and see who's getting it, and then minister to God through them. Because you can love God and love each other, and you can love God through loving each other. And so I always tell people, I, I'll go places, and it won't be my cup of tea, but I'll look around and see somebody ministering, and I'll begin to think, Lord, just bless them. You're, you're touching them. And maybe you can begin to see through their lenses, at least pray through their lenses that mm. God's doing something, and it can change. You can, you can be, there's a catalyst effect in the room. I, mm. I think it's a very wise thing. So I think you can worship through other people in the room, too. Instead of going, I don't like what I'm getting today, you know, let me switch channels. You know, yeah, that's when you realize there are people in the congregation, they're leading others. That is yeah. very good, too. It's not the people on the platform. And then, then you realize everybody understands there's an audience of one and we're seeing right. what God's doing. Yeah, Because, you know, they, there was an old thing, uh, it was a Blackaby, says, you know, look to where God is moving, mm-hmm. you know, and go there. So even in a worship room of, of, say, 100 people, you might have a song going and maybe... 30 of the people really connect to that song. Maybe 20 are, are doing their thing, but there may be some people are just checked out. And I think the people that are checked out are missing the opportunity to check in, even if it's through somebody else, they're, they're, they're being a part of the worship, mm. praying for them or interceding for them or engaging. You know, I think we've got to learn how to understand that we're all on the platform and God's watching all of us. And if we're checking out in our worship, aren't we really blowing off God? You know, yeah. you know, and I, I you know, and so I, th- I do think we wired the church wrong. I, I wish we kind of had put everybody on the platform and just put one seat, hmm. you know, <laughs> and somehow or that. But I do it as a worship leader. You're still you're really leading everybody to be a part of that platform. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Is that kind of your philosophy there? Yep, so, yep. Yeah, yeah, we and it's just people we have to, you know, get the church to realize that kind of I mean, we hit on this in the first episode but we don't come in to receive worship we come in to give worship to that's the good Lord. that's very so good. that that just changes everything when the you, humility because you, you, you he gave three things in the first episode he said you need to repent this is the core to the heart of worship you said you need to have repentance first and humility and then you need to seek him so that repentance comes and of course you're there as a worshiper the humility is what's going to deny yourself mm-hmm and then your preferences then you can seek and really get that you can see what god has whether it's something for you or somebody else a word encouragement or healing or or somebody else's healing that you can just just marvel in i mean i've got a guy we got a guy in our church right now we've been celebrating he's one year healed from almost near death i mean he was as close to death as you could be and we get he gave a testimony two weeks ago in a spontaneous service on our jubilee of life sunday Mm -hmm. and uh, the, the next literally this next week i was sitting in a restaurant with, with a bunch of us, uh, Lucas was with us after church, and somebody came up to me and said, well, I was in a room a year ago with a guy that was from your church about died. Did he live? He was a tech in the room. And I said, yeah, he lived, and he gave testimony last week to the fact that he shouldn't have been alive, but he's alive, because God healed him. Mm-hmm. And we had church right there giving testimony. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So here's somebody that was living through somebody else's healing, mm-hmm. and he spent time to tell his wife and his kid how he witnessed a miracle. So you can worship that way, too. Yeah. I think you can get into it and you can also experience Christ through each other because your whole thing is about connections at the crossroad. It's not just connections with Christ. It's connections with other believers. 
Yeah, and it's the not, words that we overcome by the blood of the lamb and the word of our testimony. Right. That's that's the the word of the test. We le- so often we think it's just the repentance, the blood part, but right. the testimony is what makes it complete. Because even Romans ten nine says that you believe, you can believe, you can repent, and believe, but you have to confess it. That mm-hmm. testimony is the confession, and that's the spirit of prophecy. Yes. We will do yes, it yes, again, yes. again. And so again. how awesome! I love that. I love it too. That's a great <laughs> way to put. It. I appreciate you connecting. Yeah. I've never connected in my mind, honestly. Romans ten nine with with Revelations there, uh, that text there that, that they're, they're they're kind of both a balancing of the belief and the confession. Mm-hmm. So very very well said. And let me ask you this question here: as you work with your worship team, you, you've got an expanding problem here because you've got <laughs> right. you've got uh, Mount Carmel, North City, and Carlinville. So you have to you have to develop some worship depth because you're running live worship at all all three places you obviously are live worship able, at, at two right at now. two at two yeah, yeah. at north city and mount carmel okay, okay. but be, soon three yes okay. exactly okay yeah by time this is playing probably three so that means you have to <laughs> either clone yourself like dolly the sheep or you have to use a helicopter or jet or missile catapult or you're going to have to develop a team that that can pick up that spirit that you've got and and others begin to lead and, and partnership with. How, how, are you, how are you, what is your role, not just in, you know, getting the, the music out on Sunday? Cause that mean, Ben and I, we have pastor, worship leader, we gotta get it out, okay? But you've got a role also of developing basically your own farm club. So how does that look like for you guys? Well, I, our teams are, are not um, built around one worship leader. It's built around every member as a leader. Um, and so our pastor does a great job about that. We used to talk about every member a minister is was part of our kind of theme, you know, our mission, every member a minister. So we have a lot of people that minister in the church. You know, we have people get, coming and giving prophetic words, wow. you know, coming up and on the stage and ministering, um, you know, at the, you know, during transition or just, you know, so we're very open to other leadership and not, okay, it has to be these couple staff people that lead everything. So I think that model has really helped build the leadership because um, Pastor Chad is, is very open to other people leading, empowering how, leaders. How does he, I, and this will be a question yeah. maybe to have him in on a series, but how does he, how does he in the process discern um, good fruit from bad fruit in that process? Because because sure. you're a growing church, you've got new people coming yes. in and out, oh, yeah. you know, and handing a hmm. microphone to somebody or that can be, I, I do, I hand the mic to people at times. And I did last, a couple of weeks ago, somebody walked up and handed the mic, but it was somebody that, that I know in the church that I right. trust with my life, sure. one of my intercessors. Yes. And I didn't even know what she had to say. I right. just know that <laughs> I want to hear what God's going to say to her. Yes. You know, right. Evelyn can speak anytime she wants right. to. Right. Now, there might be somebody that would walk up and ask me for the microphone that I'd go, while they play a second, let's talk for a second. Right, right. You know, I, but how do you guys vet that out and, and yeah. to make sure that what comes out is of the Lord or at least represents you? Absolutely. Our campus pastors are kind of the the person, the go-to person that, that hear what the Lord is speaking to someone. And then open up the microphone. And, right. and, then, right. they, and then they release them to... That's kind of what we yeah. would do on this yeah. side too. Yes. Yeah. yeah I, I've come, my, my wife came out of a church where they would almost let any Tom, Dick, and Harry come up. And it, it, it gets it, dangerous. It, yeah. it got very dangerous, you know? So, so, you know, that got dangerous, but we do the same kind of process too. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. You, some, sometimes somebody comes sit down next to me and they go, Hey, I've got, think I've got a word. If I don't know them really well, can you just share that with me? If yes. I bear witness, I'll get up and introduce them. Yes. Evelyn, I just here. Dr. Mott here. Dr. Mott here. Let me go sit down. I want to hear that. I'll write this down. It's going to be good. <clears throat> Are we recording? You know, cause I want to, I want to get yeah. it. You know, I think trust connection. 
Is that? Mm. Yes. I love that. Absolutely. I love that. I love it when people want to come give a testimony. Yeah. I had a guy come up uh, two weeks ago. This is the guy that lived through the, the death thing. He, right before I went out of church last week after he gave his thing, he came and gave me a word from the Lord. I mean, I'm walking out of the church. He's like, I got a word from the Lord from you. He gave it to me. I thought, man, dude, Kerwin, that's not for me. That's for me and the church. You write that down. You're going to give it next week in front of everybody. Mm. Is that okay? Mm -hmm. He yeah. said, whatever, pastor. So I, I, I mean, Sunday I stuck him up there. I said, you ready? He said, yep. He pulled his note out and he gave it. You know, yes. we need to hear from people yes. what God is doing in their lives yes. when he's saying, yes, not just the pastor and the worship pastor. Yep. And I think people yep. need to take a risk. And when God's really work, if you've got good fruit and you know, you're hearing from God, you need to let your pastors know your team know. Cause when we're, when we're, when we're all engaging with Jesus, he's going to speak to more than just the pastor. Yeah. Yeah. He's going to oh, speak to all of us. What, what Kerwin had to say, I had three people write me on later that day to, to give comment that not only increased what he said, but was encouraging to them and other people. And it had a multiplying effect. It had, it, mm. I think you were used the word earlier, uh, catalyst effect. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It had a catalyzing effect. And I think that's a real key. And we have some, uh, you know, some things uh, process wise that, Hey, is, is this word bringing the service up to the next level? Is this going along with the theme of what the Lord's already doing? You know, so we have those things that we kind of run through the, the filter of, and then obviously just hearing from the Lord of the campus pastors, is this what you want to say, Lord? So, you know, yeah. And, and I do say things sometimes somebody give me where I say, I think that's for me. Let me just, let, let's, we're working on that. Right. And it's, it's just not a word for the body. Right. It, it, it's right. a really good word. Yeah. You know, yep. so yeah, I, 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 I agree. I agree totally. Uh, in, in the power of worship for a pastor, for I, I, I came out of crusade preaching, preaching church planning crusades. A lot of the churches overseas, or we, we do a big city deal, mm -hmm. bring people out, have a big event for four or five days, and then we leave a church running. So I, I do a lot of that crusade preaching, teaching, whatever, pastor, worship leader, church planner. What, what, what I see happening is I'm going to use a graph here. Do you guys do math? Any math? Up here are sine and cosine waves. Um, so if you think of sine as the worship and cosine as the preaching word in, in, in geometry or trigonometry, these things, I mean, they can go against each other. They don't have to be, they don't have to co be cohesive like this. But if you think of that upper left, the blue one is like the worship begins and kind of brings people into spirit repentance and humility and seeking, like you said. And then the worship comes in on that same, it's like, if you grew up around the water, like, you know, Destin, mm -hmm. you know, when the surf's coming, if you catch that surf the right place, you can, you can, well, in Destin, you can never use a surfboard, but you can right. at least body right. surf or no. boogie board. Maybe there's not big waves there, but, but if you catch the wave, right, you can ride it all the way in. You know, if you miss the wave, you ploop off back and you're back down, you wait for the next wave. Matter of fact, mm -hmm. you're a little embarrassed. You had to back back out. I think healthy worship and healthy word, the pastor and the worship team work together. Those things should flow and enhance each other. Absolutely. I mean, and, 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 and there'll be times when they cross each other and they have those intersection moments where God just stirs. Yeah. 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 Do you see that? I, that's how I see things. Mm -hmm. I look, that's why I like where we with Ben. Cool. Ben, when I get up to preach, he's usually got the waters just, the, it's like, it's like it's humming, you know? And my goal is when I get up is not to break the hum. Yeah. And yeah. sometimes I do break the hum and yeah. I go, Oh man, I messed that up. Yeah. You know, I tell people also God will stir in a service, you know, no matter how hard you try, I've been a pastor 33 years. No matter how hard you try, it seems like God never moves in a service twice in the same, like, you know, there'll be like that pool of Shalom stir. 
people and then next thing you go, oh, we gotta make it happen just like that again. It right. won't happen. No. You cannot recreate how God happens from right. when we do. Yeah. But 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 people be like, I tell people, if God's stirring, get in. You know, yeah. if God's healing, get up here. Yes. If God's delivering, get going. If he's worshiping, get with it. If you miss that, it's it's like, well, we'll wait and when it comes back around at the end of the service. Mm -hmm. It's not gonna that's why if God's moving, let let the service sermon be dropped and let it go or vice versa. You know, I, I find that what the, he's doing the, when the sign and cosine are function, there'll be a point where they, when they connect yep. and I love that flow. So I, I, I kind of look for that, that, that wave mm. flow mm -hmm. and try to, I try to get my board on the right side of the surf. Yeah. And if I miss it, that's fine. I mean, God doesn't hate me. What about this thought? What if, what if it's not the worship leader in the sermon, but it's the whole like, service and the holy spirit absolutely well, no I, I i agree the holy spirit's in all that mm -hmm. but in, and that's why i kind of say that the you know the, the the word the worship is to me kind of it brings the presence of the christ in into our the holy spirit's coming and the best thing the pastor can do is bring the presence of the holy spirit the best thing that somebody's standing up to speak is be in with the spirit of the presence so yep. if the yeah. word fits it fits if the worship fits it fits ride the wave ride the of, wave because we're wave, seeking bro. him ride, ride the, the ride the wave that's a good yes. way to put it don't try so, to cut that wave off and just because it's in the plan no. at, at this moment yeah, we got to do this because you'll right. wipe out <laughs> bro gnarly what is your heart this is kind of one of our last questions and i got my special senior pastor question um what what is your what is your formula or idea for getting people to understand the power of worship for themselves and move from being a spectator mm -hmm to being a participant? Because it sounds like the roads is really about getting people to, to connect. I mean, that's an intersection point. It's, you're coming yeah. to that place. Everything that you're talking about is about engaging in prayer and worship. It's all about um, that, cat that catalyst where, you, where you're, you're ignited. How mm -hmm. do you move that seeker, that person that's coming, how do you begin to coach them? You know, is it just the worship? Is is it is it your time with them before or after service? Is it a process? What's your desire to see somebody move from spectator to participant? You want to talk? That's a tough one. That's a tough question. Uh, I mean, the identity. I mean, I, I think that's that's so key. Yeah, we were we were talking about that. That when people know who they are, and they're operating from that place of of being a child of God, mm -hmm. um, it, it's about. It, not just soaking up the sermon, not the spectator, the consumer, they're just receiving, they're absorbing like a sponge. But when people actually go into their private time of prayer and worship and, and time with the Lord and his presence, then they know who they are and they'll come into our services and it's no longer, okay, I'm, I'm receiving, I'm watching. No, I'm entering in regardless of what's even happening on the platform. I am, I am seeking him with all that I am. But yeah, it goes back to who are we? Are we sons and daughters or are we still orphans, victims? That's really good. The sons and daughters are orphans and victims. Yeah. And then we've talked a lot about the priesthood. We are priests. We're all priests. We're that's our that's our identity. It's not just the the worship pastor. We are all priests called to minister to the Lord. So when we know that identity of who we are as priests, then we come in like she said, come ready to worship. And so I think that's so huge because sometimes we're asking people to do something and they don't even know who they are. So if they just do the do worship, but they're not from a place of identity, then that becomes religion and that can easily be dead religion. Right. 
because it's not coming from who I am. It's become it's coming from oh, I'm supposed to do this. Right. Pe- people will show up to your church and they'll come because well, their, their girlfriend, their wife, somebody made them come, or they had to come for a special children's event. They yeah. they came, and and they're really just there as let me call this let's say a casual seeker. They're, they're here yeah. because they they just came. At, are courtesy, they're a courtesy worshiper, or, or even maybe a little warmer, they're actually interested in faith. So they're a seeker, that, but they don't understand yet who they're seeking. They're just trying to find out. That process of moving somebody from the casual observer mm. to the seeker to ultimately the person that surrenders their life to Christ that becomes a partner. Uh, that's, a, that's a transitional point. You can see that in people. I can see yes. that in people in the pews. When I pray over people on Sundays, when I'm prayer walking, I'll see people as they're going to different levels of engagement. Uh, in their worship. And you can kind of see when it becomes, it moves from being something they're watching to something they're beginning to, well, I, I could see myself here to where they're, you can see some just lost in it. You know, I love that. Yeah. There, there's, can you see those windows? You're in a church with a lot of new people coming to it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You lots of different people perspective. How do you pull that person across? Jesus. Jesus. When our focus is him, yeah. when he comes into the room, we're created to worship. So what happens when his presence comes, we automatically surrender. We automatically repent because we're in the presence of a holy God and we see ourselves as unholy and we see him as holy. And our natural response is to worship, is to fall down on our knees, is to bow down, is to repent. And, and I've seen it happen. I've seen someone come under the presence of God, actually a family member mm-hmm. that of, of ours, <laughs> Um, hadn't been in church for a while and they came with us to our pre-prayer meeting from the service and we walked in the sanctuary. He started repenting. He started lifting his hands, crying, weeping, and nobody told him anything. But we engaged the presence of God and when he comes, you you start to become who you were created to be by being in his manifest presence. That's very cool. That's really well said. I, I had an image. It's going to be a terrible image I'm going to give you this, but I just wrote some notes. And my thoughts is, as you authentically worship and you look to Jesus, as, as you as a worship leader, or if I'm a participant in your worship mm-hmm. team, meaning anybody in the church that's part of the priesthood, right. so as you just worship in the pews with the worship team and you're authentically worshiping and looking to Jesus with your whole heart, other people that are casual are beginning to look at, who's this person looking at? Mm-hmm. Yes. Yep. Who is this person they're worshiping? Yes. They begin to see your authentic worship. There's real person. And the image I had was this is crazy. It was from my young days. It, w- before Superman was popular like he is now, he was black and white. Mm-hmm. Superman, the original, like like Clark, like the early one was that, oh, the guy that died, his dad played the first. Christopher Reeves. Christopher's dad. Played, oh, okay. He, he played the first black and white Superman. So Christopher Reeves was the Superman we know of in yeah. the movies. But his dad played the black and white mm. day Superman. And and when, when they, we, there's a bird, there's a plane, and the image mm-hmm. of everybody, everybody would look up and say in the sky, and they would say, it's Superman, you know? And we all know in the Superman comic books, if you go back, it was a messianic concept. So in essence, what I think what we're saying is, mm-hmm. if, if we are looking to Christ as he is our super savior, he is somebody that changes our life, and there's hope in there, there's desire, there's love, other people will be drawn to see what we're looking at. Mm-hmm. Yeah, You know, and the, the power of God yep. is attractive. Yep. Mm-hmm. And, and I think as, as leaders of, of the church, we've, we've tried to figure out 
what do people like? What draws people? What? And we try to figure out all these methods and these songs. These melodies. exactly what's drawing people? Marketing schemes, music schemes, right. and people are hungry for the presence of God. What draws them is the very power of the man himself. Yes, mm. the goodness. It's of a God. bird. It's, it's a plane. It's Jesus. Yeah. It's just, that's what draws him. It's and not the ramp to get to him. It's getting to him. It's it's just him. Yeah, that's that's very well. Now, now, okay, yeah. you guys have been very good with this. We're 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 about done here. I got one question. This is Ben and I got this little debate going on because you know you know Ben's in gen generally. I mean, he's kind of selfish in worship. He takes up a lot of my time. A lot of times so uh, he uses it all up. He's, it. Can it. He can go. The guy just look at me. The guy's got pipes. Yeah. Got pipes. So a few weeks ago, I came in. I had this huge word on my heart. You know, and, and I kind of shared it in a, in a phone. We use a one call thing out. Got a big message. God's really put on my heart. I was ready to go. He came in so sensitive to me. He looked at me and said, Pastor, he said, I can see God's on you. You got a message. I'm going to keep things tight today and get you up there quick. That was a lie. Be mm. careful. I mean, he, he said, he said, I'm going to cut it short. And, 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 and it was like the longest singing session we've ever had. Uh. It, it was wonderful, though. I enjoyed every bit of it. He, he tried to apologize to us. I said, don't apologize. This is good. But I said, don't y'all get confused. Y'all not going to lunch now. Uh. <laughs> so, so how do you balance that out? Do you, mm. it work? I know you guys got a very flexible church. I'm very flexible. He can go, he can go as long as he needs to. But I yeah. just, some churches, it's a big deal. If there's a yes. battle oh, between yeah. Oh, yeah. worship and, pastors mm -hmm. and preaching time. Oh, yeah. I we, don't have we've any. been in meetings where, I mean, this is the schedule, and you do not stray from that. Lucas, did, did your church you came out of, he came out of a big production church. Did they have time cues and all that stuff? Yeah. yeah. Lucas put Everything when, was time. Everything was time. Oh, yeah. The click yeah. show was time. I was at a church preaching one time. It was a big church, and I was there as their guest guy. I was doing all this church playing worlds. And, and then, like, I asked for another verse of a song, and they, they, the click tracked it, and the light system isn't wired to that. They couldn't do it. <laughs> right. You know what I'm saying? Yes. Right. No, it's absolutely. like, can I have that verse one more time? They're like, no. You know? Yeah, yeah. it's over. Yeah, I was never invited back. <laughs> and I'm the guy's best friend. Yeah. You know, he's yeah. like, because I blew up his uh, upstairs. They, yeah. they, uh, they didn't have like a click track for that, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, not like that though. Yeah. No, so here it's completely different. Yeah, yeah, and I'm and I actually, you know, kind of coordinate the service planning, and so so I'm kind of in those numbers of, of balancing those. Lucas numbers puts and, the numbers down there, but none of us are good to follow them. Right, right, yeah, right. right. Lucas like has the numbers. I mean, they just mean nothing to us. But, I, do you look at the numbers? No. Ben, ben, I appreciate the fact that Lucas puts them down. Yeah. It gives me an idea. Yeah. Sure. It's like a, it's like a roundabout. It's a suggestion. Good it's, do, you, do you guys use uh, what, what is it? What's the program we use? Planning, 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 planning. Do you guys use oh, planning yeah. center? Yeah, absolutely. We've asked absolutely. different people. Different people use it. Most people use mm -hmm. planning center. We've had a couple use. What do you guys use for your music on your screen? Pro presenter. Pro presenter. Yeah. Is that what we use? Pro presenter. Yeah. See, we've we've had only two other voices of a, everything's been that, but I think Hannah and them use something different. I don't uh, know. Somebody else. I think we. I think yeah. it was Christian Mingle. Yeah, Christian Mingle. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and we, and we still have some of the the Church of the Highlands model is kind of what we modeled on in the past, but we've just been moving more and more away from that model and the, and the, you know, the, 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 the over structure of things. So, and, and, and pastor Chad is just really open to, Hey, this week, you know, baptisms, we're going to focus on baptisms. We're going to take five minutes from the message. Let's put in baptisms. Yeah, and he's, like and he's actually encouraging me like, Hey, let's add some time to worship. So it's not 
the case everywhere. So you don't I, have I'm, a battle going on. You got very flexible. You're kind of going with yes. the program. And I, and we're it, it's just kind of being. And could open that, to that get changed up cool. like on the fly as, as as it works in the morning? Yeah, yeah. I think we oh, could yeah. do that. We do that absolutely, too. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I like that. I, but but what's funny is you, you do see God move in all versions of that kind of church. There are churches that can do it to the minute, and, they, and God yes. God's doing great stuff in their yes. churches. I'm not absolutely. we're not being critical of that. Yeah, you know God uses, but God can be God can be with you when you plan a year ahead for that service. The Holy Spirit, the same Holy Spirit knows what's happening and the Holy Spirit can be with you there. I think he just knows kind of the, how we're wired and, and he moves that way. So mm-hmm, he mm-hmm. knows I got attention span of a squirrel. So, so, I mean, so it's going to have to boom, boom, you know, I yeah. come in with good intentions and then boom, I'm off. I'm chasing around. I told people Sunday, I got like one, one point. I thought, oh, I'm going to chase this. This means we're yeah. going to be doing this an extra week because I, I just got a better idea, you know, mm-hmm. and God just showed me it's like, boom, it just the light came on. Yep. Yeah. And you would yep. think I got that sooner, but I had worked hard on it. Yeah. But I think maybe I worked so hard that I didn't have a chance to breathe. Sometimes when you breathe, God goes, oh, I got, I had another, when you breathe, he gave me the next part. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. You absolutely. Know? It's like Otis Redding getting that next verse. I have to wait to heaven to get it from him. Yeah. Yeah. Sitting on the dock of the bay. Someday I'll hear verse two. In heaven. You guys are fantastic. You guys are Thank great. You. you guys got some great, for young worship leaders. How old are you guys? 29. 29. 29. You guys are like 35, 40 year old worship leaders though. Ooh. Do we look, no, you've got, do we no, look 40? No, okay, no, but you've okay. got you've got great you. depth to you. You've got great confidence in you. You, you can tell you grew up in worshiping families. You 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 you, you 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 carry the benefit of ages of experience. Mm. You really do. I mean, I'm I'm just I'm standing impressed. on the shoulders of those who have gone before us. No, you are, you yeah. are, and we should all do that. We should all coach yeah. other people. And what I think is beautiful is you'll be coaching and grooming a mm-hmm. lot of people for the future the way your model rooms people so it's a gift that'll keep giving so guys mm-hmm. tell us a little bit more we want to get people to your church the roads again meets at give me North the dates. city and mount carmel and carlinville illinois so Eight, we're 8 30 and 10 30 at north city and 10 30 at mount carmel and carlinville fantastic e-church as well you can check them out online but we want you to go there as well our e-roads family is E-Rhodes what we call family we, we yes. call ours our our virtual campus <laughs> go to our virtual yes. campus now we want you to start coming to church okay right yeah we want you to come if you're if you're close yeah, enough if you're traveling and all that yes. so you can't go back from what we did because people gotten used to it but but all that hey we'll be back in part three of this series and we'll have these guys back as our our walk away series we'll get a little deeper we got some funner questions to ask and we're going to go a little bit deeper in this but we've enjoyed having you Jared. Enjoyed having you, Hillary, and learning more about your ministry at the Rhodes Church. Go check it out, folks. And we'll be back at onthedoc.org very soon. Check our podcast again every Tuesday and Thursday. We'd love to hear from you. Email at info at onthedoc.org. Go check out our platform, specifically get on YouTube, Spotify, and iTunes. Love for you to go to our social media partners, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, Telegram, Getter. Tell us something. Share with us some of your experience in worship as well, and we'll make sure we share it with them as well. And when you find us, anywhere you find us, hit subscribe, like, notify, and please tell other people. Uh, give it to them. Be contagious for Jesus Christ. And we'd love to have you as a sponsor or partner as well. And if you don't have any, if you can't get to the Rhodes Church, you guys churches are all on that side of the city. You're like East Siders. Mm. Carlinville's not though. Carlinville's moving yeah, up north. It's, mm-hmm. Yeah, you, it's kind of, yeah, yeah, you, you, you get around us. So if you're on the east side of the state, go see the roads. If you're on this side of the state, uh, come to Community Faith Church. If you don't have a church home already, Sunday's ten o'clock, Wednesday six thirty. Coftv.com is our virtual campus. Go check that out. We're on Facebook and YouTube and a couple other platforms. You can find those at coftv.com. And we would love to have you guys. Thank you, Ben. Good Thank job. You. Good job, Lucas. Good job. Hope Mother Beth may have a snack for us. You never know. But hope you've enjoyed it. You've learned a lot. I know I've learned a lot. Uh, check it out. And we want you to get connected, to get passionate, surrender yourself. I love that. Surrender your heart in worship and through prayer and engage God in great worship. And you're going to do great things. And, and your words were, make sure you repent, 
make sure that you humble yourself and then you can really seek his face and find out what God has for you. So and it's all about connecting yourself to Jesus Christ. Thanks for joining us on the doc. Hope you enjoyed this episode. We'll be back in the next one soon as we continue to explore the worship leaders of Southern Illinois. We love you. See you soon. You're on the dock with Pastor Troy.
redeem, restore, renew. Revive us, transform us, we need breakthrough. Oh, we declare, redeem, restore, you're restoring now. Humble ourselves before 